Next, I'd like to introduce... Throw your hands in the hair if you're a true player. What can I say about my brother Daniel that hasn't already been said dozens of times in police reports? That boy is good. Good and terrible. You hold your breath when Shaquille O'Neal comes careening into your lap. He's going to give a special greeting to Daniel Baldwin right here. This brothers should have a boxing match against the Baldwin brothers. Really? We'll take them out in the first round. Who would you take on? Youngest, I, I medium, old. On all three of them, actually. I, now that I really think, yeah, I wouldn't need any help. I think you two dudes are going to become real homies. Where do we find these guys? Oh, man, I hate those guys. This is a special presentation, The Daniel Baldwin Show. Joshy, Joshy, yeah, Fats Daniel. goes down at 89 years old mm-hmm, today. Mm-hmm. Uh, rest in peace, Fats Domino. But do you think the Kershey is singing the song right now? Kershey against Coochie in game one? Kershey, Coochie? Kershey, Coochie, game one. Kershaw wins. And do you think he found his thrill on top of the hill? I think he did. I think he did, too. Perfect. I think he did, too. What do you got going over there? Daniel Baldwin show is live. Studio line four, ESPN 44. That is 315-437-7644. Text line 315-288-0644. And Twitter handle at ESPN Syracuse. And I will tell you, Daniel Baldwin, first out the gate home run, Chris Taylor of the Dodgers hits a home run. First pitch, World Series game one. That is scooped and lifted way out of here into left. Bang, starts the World Series for Chris Taylor. Are you into it? Listen, yeah, you, I love the excitement. You, you thought we were going to be, uh, you know, in some some kind of track meet based on that pace. One pitch, one homer. I was smelling Reggie Jackson notions of '77 when there was three pitches and three homers against the Dodgers. And I thought to myself, are we going to look at something like that? Is this going to be an action packed, not as billed as a pitching duel? But no, that's simmered right down. Uh, three to one Dodgers. They take game one. Uh, they go up one zero. Coochie, he he gets uh, he goes down and uh, Kershey, Coochie and Kershey, Kershey and Coochie. I like it. I know you do. I like it. I know. I like they went deep on the cooch. You know what I mean? <laughs> I gotta say, I gotta say, I've been yeah, right, dying but, to say that all day. I long. know he's been walking around saying been, it. So I've, I've been rehearsing. It. I was gonna do it. I was gonna say he went deep on the cooch. Yeah. I was gonna say it like that. Mm-hmm. Listen, listen, we don't work PG on this show. I hope you can. No, I hope no, no, the no, kids no. aren't in the listen, car. Listen, listen. The kids are in the car. I'm talking above them anyway. Yeah. If they know what that means, you're doing a terrible job as a parent. Oh, wow. Doing a terrible job. <laughs> All right. Now, yeah. send, me t- send them to you when they're 13. Yeah. And this is an entertaining show for you. Nah, children. we're talking. Now, yes, they're sir. laughing as much as we are. You are correct. What, what does that say about us? The 13 year olds on the same plane as us. And you know what? I'll take all the 13 year olds I can. But hey, listen, I got another thing. What's that? That's really, <laughs> really been trying to troubling me. Yeah, what's that? Quick transition. <laughs> so, you remember Gatsby? Gatsby was famous for the fact that he threw these elaborate parties and he had, you know, all these well-to-do people and all these personalities in his home. And he got in his car and he drove off and took off. Is Ed Levine Gatsby? 
He oh he's our local Gatsby. Oh my yeah. God, he's Gatsby, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, 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 yeah. The guy he wines you and dines you. He takes you to the game. Yeah. He's like, come in, do your show. We got lots of fun for you there. Are you We're feeling make hurt? Do you, gonna, you don't you see know, You know, I mean, I'm, I'm just you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, he, ha- he hasn't gone deep on the Gucci, but, oh, who but, has? but he who has he. he uh, yeah, you know. He's coming I mean, out I, swinging. I, I haven't seen the guy. No, you I haven't, haven't seen, seen the guy. I'm a, I feel like I'm rope dope in a little I bit. I saw him yesterday. Did you see he him? He said hello, yeah. Well, you got big contacts, man. He gets to come see you because you've got the big morning show, well, number one you know, on the station. You're on number now. one on the station, aren't you? I have no idea. I've but, heard you're uh, number one at the station. <laughs> I've heard. He's number one at the station. I like that Daniel's promoting my other broadcast and, here and on ESPN listen, Radio. Uh, look, I came on there. I tried to make it happen. Rosa was all over me like, yeah. it's not on the screen, bro. <laughs> And I gotta say, I was, and I, and I got, and I gotta say, I was feeling it's it. It's not on the screen. Do you ever clam in a screen door? You can't get that. You, uh, no, can't, get you can't get that out. No, you can't. No, it's not coming out. I, that's a saying that I think needs to be used a lot more. She yeah. was all over me, like Listen, we're, snot on a screen. She was door. all over me, like snot on a screen door. And, yeah. I, and I gotta say, I was liking it. I know you were. She's beautiful. I was feeling it. Rosa, I was feeling the love. I was quite surprised that you only have her on like once a week. Once a week, she's very busy. I'm thinking, I'm thinking of bringing her in here. Oh, please, she'd love to. Absolutely, she'd love. Could she be like a ring girl? You think she would do the ring girl thing? I think she's. I think she's better. She's too classy for that. She's too classy. For she ring is. Girl? Yeah. Oh. So yeah. I mean, I'll position falling it. Out I'll position it. Falling out of love. <laughs> really? I'm sorry. I'm sorry yeah. to hear that, Daniel yeah. Baldwin. Yeah, I'm falling out of love. That. Watch her come in with the paving suit on. High Look what happened. Look what happened. No, maybe she wouldn't do Ring Girl for you, my friend. Maybe you, Daniel Baldwin. Rosie, Rosie, call in. Call in. <laughs> need you call in right now. Call in right now. Tell me. End it all right now and just tell me, I'll be your Ring Girl. All over Daniel Baldwin. Like snot <laughs> on a screen door. Snot on a screen door. That's the kind of show we're doing today on ESPN Radio. It certainly is. So let's talk. Let's talk a little more seriously about this. Yes, game. please. So, so you know, uh, a lot of these series have have fallen home and home. You know, the they followed the track of what the system believes, which is you play your first two at home and you play the next three on the road, and you're supposed to win those home games. And it comes down to the last game with the home team having the advantage. So you know, we've seen it happen. We saw the Yankees, uh, you know, have to come back um, multiple times when they finally got home, uh, and they did so and stretched it out to the last game of each series. And uh, the question is, what's Houston going to do? What Verlander is going to show up now? And what will the Dodgers do at home to him? That's a lot of pressure on him right now. And it's hot. 103 degrees. Yeah. Out in L.A. yesterday. Well, they're in the fishbowl. You know, they, you know they're in the fishbowl, though. That's that's why. Because if you're driving from the Oceanside, the Oceanside communities of, of Los Angeles, which are um, Malibu, Santa Monica, Venice... You know, so you're coming up from the water. You climb all the way up to the top, which is Mulholland Drive, and then you drop down into the valley. Well, the baseball stadium, which is 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 pretty far from LA itself, but still falls in that valley mm-hmm. system, which means you're in a fishbowl effect where the the ultraviolet rays penetrate the clouds and the and the um, pollution, and they bounce off the ground and bounce back up and stay, and it oh. and it, and it heats that bowl. 15 degrees more than any other place in L.A. So you're driving from the from the beach, going back home in the mm-hmm. valley. You get to the top mall, and as you start to descend, you start to immediately start sweating. I mean, wow. Oh, yeah. It, it can be 25 degrees warmer in the bowl sometimes. Does I mean, that mess with the games in there? If it's 103 I so. degrees? I think so. I Hottest think it, World Series game ever. Yeah, move move the game to Malibu. It's 70. Oh, very you know, nice. Let's, play in Malibu. let's go play at Pepperdine University. <laughs> We're open to anything. I'm I'm open to anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, they take Coochie on any mount. Who were you complaining about when we came in about the strike zone? Who's who? Who are you upset about? Uh, you were call, you were calling out the fine the. Uh, Listen, the let, final me just, call. let me just let me let's pose this. Question. I'm not saying, 
I'm not saying that this happened. I'm not saying it really happened. Mm. I'm not saying it really happened, but. So, with my not saying that it really happened, but. What do you think it would cost for Kershaw, for Kershaw to own a plate umpire? Not like he owned Jerry really? Davis. Or what would it cost? How much does it cost to buy a World Series umpire? Because I'm suspicious. He is not only not saying it, but he's not not saying it, folks. You know what? Jerry Davis, the plate umpire, the crew chief of this crew, shame on you. Shame on you. There were some called strikes that when they showed the replay. Now, when you're talking about a player who's only five foot six, you know, and that's stretching him on the rack, mm-hmm. and a ball hits the toe of the catcher, the toe, he picked it off his t- off his right toe, outside and solo, and on the replay because they have the ability to see. When you look, when you when you're a smaller guy, you know you miss by a couple inches. Is, a, is you know below the knee is pretty low for an umpire. This ball was at seven eight inches below. It was below his ankle, and he called him strike three as he's running down to first base. Completely changed the complexion of the game. Now again, is that, that that's why they lost? Well, of course not. But you know you you're 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 talking about factors over one strike. Now, let let the great one continue. Please, great one. Okay. Let's say he got on base. Mm-hmm. Let's say he scored, and it changed the attitude of the game. And the Astros won this game as a result of that one called strike. Okay? Mm-hmm. Think of the jubilation in a city that went through such terrors and flooding and everything. Let's say Houston wins the series as a result of calling that strike properly, mm-hmm. think of the economic factors that could have happened. Think of elections could be changed by the call of one strike in a baseball game. Think of the potential ramifications of this blown call. We got Alex Jones on line two. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting co- you're got you've got a lot of conspiracies listen, wrapped around l- this. Listen, I'm just saying you may not understand the diversity. And the total impact of a single cold strike. I think it's hot. I think he's sweaty. I think that he's probably tired. I think he wanted to go home. I no, think, I think he, he wanted to go. Know, I, I want to go with the Charlie Sheen theory, which is he had two hookers waiting for him, <laughs> and he wanted to get out of there. He Only wanted, two? He wanted out. Two to start. Oh, okay. <laughs> two to start. <laughs> two to start. Two to start, the Charlie, uh, Charlie <laughs> Sheen story. It was one of the shortest ones ever. Two hours, 28 minutes. Yes, not there's something about saying two hookers waiting for you, and it was the shortest one shortest to ever one. start. Yeah. And I'm thinking, now you know why you only have two. But anyway, <laughs> uh, two hours, 28 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's one of the fastest in, in decades, I believe they said. Since 1994? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Do you like the quicker games, or do you rather get the, them actually get the calls right? Uh, well, I mean, when a game goes very fast in the NFL, it's probably because there weren't that many penalties. So it was a pretty clean game, and they were running the ball more than they were passing. Mm-hmm. Um, in a baseball game, unfortunately, um, that usually means they didn't score a lot of runs uh, because that takes time to change pitchers and 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 have them warm up and you know they're they're out on the mound you know doing the stalled tactic and uh, so yeah no I I think a, a longer game means there's probably more run scoring which is more exciting for me to watch uh, the appreciation um, of a fan watching a you know it was a classic one zero duel down to the ninth inning and blah, blah, and you're like yeah and I fell asleep four times during the game you know so when someone jacks you know a few balls although there were three home runs in the game yeah there were three home runs it just it wasn't a very long game because it was also well pitched I, I would, I'd like to know what the uh, ball to strike ratio was I bet you there was a lot of strikes I've got just 
Justin Turner hitting a two-run homer in the sixth. High fly ball into left. Off the bat of Turner. At the wall, it's gone. Turner makes it 3-1 to one Dodgers in game one. Now, Turner may be the leader in the Haystacks Calhoun lookalike contest right now. <laughs> he has it going. He's got, he's got the farm boy, the whole bit. He's got the big beard. He's my, he's my winner. Do you is this a runaway for the Dodgers or do you think it's going to stay close? Oh no 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 no! I still I still think the Astros, um, I, they could steal tonight for sure. Tonight eight oh nine. Yeah, what's with the start times by the way? I don't know. Eight oh nine. It's for television. It's for television. Why is it for television? Is that Larry? That's Larry. It's our. <laughs> is that Larry? <laughs> the Larry's in the studio. Oh, Larry, is that Larry Dickman? Larry, Larry, quickly. Larry, Larry why on? is it eight oh nine? Larry, why is it eight oh nine, Larry? Television. <laughs> uh, Larry's, Larry's been going to acting class. He's always got. Well, he wanted to impress you, Daniel. I, like I mean, him. come on, I Larry. Like Larry. I think that's amazing. Uh, yeah, I like you too, Alec. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Larry's going to comedy Larry class. Larry Dickman, man. Can yes. Larry lose the pre-speech hemorrhoid pain? Uh, I don't know, Alec. He, <laughs> well, listen. I, <laughs> uh, Family on Saturday Night Live, the whiners. Uh, that's what it is. Larry's, a, Larry's a whiner by marriage or something. Our number something one happened. caller and oh, Johnny on the spot, Larry Dickman here on the Daniel Alden Show, ESPN Radio. LD strong, man. LD always strong. LD is strong. LD is strong. Did I tell you, Daniel? He is. Uh, we have a big Halloween party coming up Saturday. Do you? You want to come? I'm glad I was invited. Well, I'm inviting you now. This just in. Big Halloween party for it's the, uh, on the other station. Our big zombie ball, right? He's going dressed as Larry Dickman. He's made a whole outfit and everything. Wow. Is he going to go as a big, large penis? <laughs> well, yes. I, I will pay. I'll come to see that. He is anyway. Get it? I'll come to see that. He's walking Thank around. you. He's walking Oh! Just lost my job. Oh! What a day. <laughs> one, one step too far. We're only 15 Thank minutes you. into this thing. Yeah, it's early. Where's Rosa? <laughs> Let's take a break. Let's catch our breath. Yeah. Go we'll now. come back. Beautiful. <laughs> Daniel Baldwin Show, live on ESPN Radio Syracuse. Serve Pro, AmeriQ Credit Union, and William Matar are proud supporters of Syracuse football coverage on ESPN Syracuse. We are the pulse of the orange. ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. This is Stu Gatz, and you are listening to ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. This is a special presentation, The Daniel Baldwin Show. <laughs> Daniel Baldwin Show, live on the air, ESPN Radio Syracuse. You know, I'm kind of done talking about the Dodgers and the Astros as much as I know it's a World Series. Yeah. There's something about it that just has a stench. Ooh, that smell. Can you smell that smell? I can smell that smell. I know you can. Daniel Baldwin. That smells around you, you, baby. I asked you quick. I'm in the sports section. Is poker a sport, Daniel Baldwin? They're covering poker in the sports section. Um, you know, I think they have to cover it in the sports section because where else are you going to cover it? Mm-hmm. Home and gardens? No. I think so, yeah. No. World news? No. There's not a gambling section? Weather. We don't play it in all weather. We play it in any weather because yeah. we play it indoors. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I, I, um, no, it's not a sport. And I'm going to tell you why I don't think it's a sport. When there are people that play and play at a successful level that my nine-year-old daughter could beat the crap out of, mm-hmm. no, that's not a sport. That's on a sport. I'm sorry. Were you ever no. one of those like celebrity poker tour guys? Did you ever do any of those? Oh yeah, I yeah. won six figures in events Ooh. before. Sure, sure. I used to be way into it. Uh, I won the uh, 
the first inaugural, um, uh, what was it, uh, Bob, um, Robert Redford's uh, um, film festival, Sundance. Mm-hmm. I won the Sundance, inaugural Sundance Film Festival, Whoa. Celebrity Invitational. Uh, that was a hundred grand, um, and I've won a, f- a few others. Uh, I've won is that L- money you get to keep, or does that go to a charity? Um, I uh, sent the money to my mom for breast cancer research. Oh, you could keep nice. the money, very nice. Um, but no, I, I usually don't keep the money when I win. I, I give it to somebody who needs it more than I do. So no sports, no sport in that poker. No bowling you know, is that a sport? You know, I gotta say, well, okay, comparatively, let's see you go out and win successive hands in bowling. Or a successive hands in poker, rather. Let's see you go, uh, you know, make it through the first round of a tournament. Sure. What do you have a higher odds of doing? Making it through the first round in a couple of tables in a poker tournament or throwing six consecutive 250-plus games in bowling? Poker, I could get lucky. Bowling, well, I could not get lucky. That's yeah. the point. Yeah. You're not going to walk out in bowling against these guys. And these guys are that good. They're throwing eight eight strikes per, per 10 frames. You know, they're sparing a couple more, and they're shooting, you know, in the 225 to 250 range, which is some badass bowling. Um, no, you can phone it in and not be an athlete and play uh, and play uh, poker successfully, for sure. Text line 315-288-0644 is poker or sport. Let me know. Let Daniel know. As we head forward, moving down to Syracuse football by week this week. Next I, week, Florida State. I need to go back to something. I'm ready. So you think the guys that do all the stuff with the chips, you know, they flick it between their yeah, fingers yeah, yeah. and they shuffle the cards. Do you think that's that's how they work out? That's, do, you th- do you think they sit at home? I think there's a dexterity to that. I think there's a dexterity. Listen, I'm trying to be open to it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be open to it. I'm trying to be accepting, and I want to try to get a better understanding because I certainly don't want to offend our gigantic poker listening audience. We got a lot of them. We a do. lot of them we listening. Do. A lot of people are poking out there and while we're talking. Players t- <laughs> <laughs> poker players take it very serious, too. They do. They're they heavy do. duty about they it. They do. If I was to walk up to a Phil Helmuth or a Phil Ivy yeah. and tell them I didn't think they were athletes, would they be defended? Uh, they they could be offended. I really wouldn't care because I'd flatten both of them in five seconds. Wow. Flat because yeah. they're poker players. Yeah. Oh, I hear a grudge match. I like it. Um, we could at least, we could at least do the Daniel Baldwin show a uh, celebrity poker tournament around one could, of these places. Right? You know what? We could, I think you know where you want to go. Where? I don't know if you've been yet, but have you been out to Delago? We went to the concert. I didn't stop and gamble. No, have but you I, been in the casino? I know no. you were at the concert. That means, oh, man, it is really beautiful. You played there. You know, I, I just got to say that there's there's uh, um, uh, when when you hear about delays that a place is going to open because I was really looking forward to them mm-hmm. opening. You know, I've been to the Turning Stone. They've got a nice venue. They got great golf, uh, but you know, this is this is a, a different ball game out here. They, yeah. They, you know, there's first of all, and I'm somebody who occasionally likes to smoke a cigar or smoke a cigarette. Sure, sure. Uh, you know, I don't do it um, with a lot of frequency, but occasionally I like to. And uh, there's no smoking. There's a section with the the airtight room that sucks off, so the hotel doesn't smell like smoke. I was wondering why it smelled so clean. It smelled so good and yeah. so clean, and they really. They did up all the woodwork and the sconces, and they took their time, and they delayed the opening. So I stayed at the hotel, mm-hmm. and I got just a junior suite, which was really, really nice. Really nice. Oh my god, it was beautiful. The bathroom was done really well. You know, I mean, a little stuff that when your wife and my wife is a nice little Jewish girl from Boca, yeah. who's from money, and she yeah. knows what time it is, and she's got millions of dollars worth of assets on her own before she ever met me, right? And she walks in, she goes. 
wow, this is really nice. You know, <laughs> then you know it's pretty nice because yeah. my, my wife says so. Then it's pretty nice. And that, it, it, yeah. it was really nice. So uh, having a celebrity poker tournament over at Del Lago, I happen to know the right man, the great Jason Klug. Let's make it happen. Do you know Jason Klug? I've never met him, no. Oh, you're going to want to. He runs all the concerts, all the events. He's the venue man. He's the you know the president of that old department, whatever his title is, director. And he is one of the nicest guys He's such a sweet guy. I know he would help us get that done. I can't last very long. I, I like in many things in my life. Well, I was about to say, <laughs> and it's time to go to the bullpen for Coochie's relief. <laughs> I, uh, I don't last very long. I, I'm out a couple hands. Why do you want to do that, though? Because I don't know how to play. Well, the, 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 this is where we get... You know, that's a great line when the guy who plays a little bit goes, well, I'd be glad to teach you how to play, my exactly. friend. Bring your checkbook. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the thing is that I don't, I don't, I get excited and then I'm always, I'm always thinking best case scenario. I'm like, well, that's going to be a couple can aces. Can you imagine with the connections the great Ed Levine has? Bingo. To bring in some of his boys. I mean, he's got some, he's, he's got some high rollers. Of course he he's does. He's got some, he's got some big high rollers. Of course he does. They come out there, they got the cojones sized checkbook. And they know how to play it. Now, we do it for a charity. Yep. You got a charity of choice? Um, I mean, I like uh, the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. I have somebody with Crohn's and little, Colitis. But little, uh, little Crohn's and Colitis. Obviously, your mom's organization, great organization. Yeah, nice organization. Maybe we work out some kind of, we'll see what Ed yeah. wants to do. we get some people in. Larry Dickman knows Larry people. Larry Dickman, very well connected. Larry knows people who can park the cars, for sure. <laughs> He's very well connected. He is. He is well connected. Yeah, I think a celebrity poker tournament. I'm kind of feeling it, man. I'm going to send a copy of this this live stream. I want you to to Jason Clue to let him know how much I serviced him <laughs> in this. My my got I got my knees hurt. Oh my goodness! That's how I played basketball. You said my knees hurt. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's uh. I get Larry gets upset. Larry, Larry well, gets upset. He's old school, Daniel. He's Larry old gets up. Larry's red. Larry. Larry, Larry just came up from there, Larry and he's Dickman. red. Larry Dingman, very he gets very uptight. He's very nervous. He's old school, Daniel. We do. He's not used to these edgy things. Josh you know? Lattis. Josh Lattis. That's Florida right. State, Syracuse. Yeah. Coming at us. We got a little time. It almost seems like it's forever away. Well, it is forever away because we have a bye week. Yeah. So it is forever away. But but it will come hurtling. Hey, you know what? Let's take a look at the at the uh at the weekend coming up. Who does Florida State have this week? Because that's an interesting question on the bang up meter. Florida State uh, will play. I bet you it's no gimme game. I bet you somebody tough. They'll play. They played Louisville last week. They will play. Who the hell are they playing? They're off till the. Oh, they play Boston College tomorrow. Friday. Sorry, Friday. They have BC on a special game on Friday. Friday night, October twenty seventh. They play Boston College eight p.m. And they're and they're home or at Boston College. They're at Boston College. Then they come home for Syracuse. You know the greatest thing ever happened in Boston College? What? Greatest thing ever. At this time, it was in the Big East. So Patrick Ewing was raised by his grandmother in Boston, in, in the metro area. So there was great speculation that Patrick Ewing was going to br- bring the BC Eagles to immediate notoriety if he was to go to school in the Big East mm-hmm. at Boston College. And they play in a tiny little shack. I mean, it's like a really small stadium. Yeah. You're sitting right on top of the court. So Patrick comes out, and of course, he goes on to play at Georgetown. He forgoes his birthright of staying, you know, uh, with his grandmother and playing at, at Boston College. So now it's the first time Georgetown's going to play Boston College. And Patrick, early in the game, in the first couple of minutes, gets fouled in the paint. 
He goes to the Fallon, and they drop a giant banner on the wall behind the glass backboard for Ewing to look at. And it says, Ewing can't read. Because it was speculation that he really he was terrible at his SATs, yeah, 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 yeah. and that the reason why he really didn't go to Boston College, everyone wrote him off because he couldn't even sign his own name and all this other nonsense. So now the entire place starts going with their feet. Ewing can't read. Ewing can't read. And he airballs his first foul shot, misses the whole rim. Everything wow. he was so petrified. And then of course they they actually Georgetown won the game, but. I'll never forget that moment, that banner, and you could see his knees shaking. He was so nervous. Ewing can't read. Ewing can't read. They stomped on the ground and screamed, all of them in unison. They used that. They hung a sign that said "Think Ewing, Think" as well. They did. So yes. Think Ewing, Think. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, there was a lot of stuff, but Ewing can't can't read was the was the chant that went on. Wow. Uh, in the arena, it was great. So, uh, so they're going to feed the the BC Lions. Uh, uh, to the Lions mm-hmm. um, of Florida State. Uh, I, I like Florida State in the game on the road against Boston College. I think they have too many horses to win. But what I hope is that BC can 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 beat them up a little bit, you know, try to level the playing field with Syracuse having a week off. A lot of deer on that team, a lot of guys who can really run and really play. But what, what does this look like now for you if, um, if Florida State, and, and as they should, they're favored by – by at least a couple of touchdowns, I'm pretty sure, at home against our Syracuse Orange. What happens if we lose that game? How do you, how, to Florida State? What, what happens if we go down to Florida State? Are, are you expecting a loss? I, I'm not expecting a win. I'll say that. I mean, I, right. I, I think that I that's not one they've got to win. I think they've got to win the two home games. So you're happy then? I'm happy you're, with six. You're happy six and six? And, uh, uh, and so uh, what does six and six mean to you then? What does it mean? I think it means ball eligibility. I don't think it means. I think it means be, with the Clemson win in there. I think it means better bowl eligibility than previous years. I think that's a that's a big win. Well, it's a must six wins to get in. Yeah. Um, if they only win the two games that we're anticipating they will, that would be Wake Forest, and that would be Boston College, and then they end up six and six. So now you're eligible for the Ultra Charmin Toilet Bowl. The Spam Bowl in Omaha, Nebraska, whatever it is. And and you know what? You you wipe the slate clean in Mm -hmm. the Ultra Charmin. Nice. uh, And and you play against Tulsa, Tulane, you know, or or, or better yet, you play against some power that had a, you know, believe me, one of those games is Michigan if they lose one more time. Mm -hmm. Honestly. Yeah. Because then they're looking to be the highlight. Michigan's going to try to make sure they're not going to lose that game. And they think they could roll and roll up on somebody like Syracuse. So you might get an opponent. That's a you know a number twenty five or whatever uh, as the bigger team. Usually there's a bigger team in those games, um, so we may get an opponent that does something for our uh, for our reputation. But but let's face it, six and six versus seven and five. Remember too, you're selling this to kids that have. Th- there's a market too of guys that have committed on paper but not with a signature yet. So they've they've made a, a verbal commitment or they've even signed a letter of intent. But they have not decided for sure. You can, there's still steals available. There's deals that go on, you know, in these months to come. Because a kid that's in that's going in as a as a freshman in the fall of 2018, he's still hanging. There, most of them are committed even by now. You know, the the, the football season yeah. is ending. They're committed to what university? You know, they signed for sure a letter of intent because they've been recruited now for a year or more. Yeah. But but that kid, he's not. He's not committed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's some low dangling fruit 
still that Penn State with a really good year right now is going to dominate that recruiting. I'm sure over Dino's boys, but you know you never. It's that it's that next guy down. It's that number five and six guy. And I'll tell you why we get him. Do you know why? Why? Because he doesn't want to go to Penn State knowing that one and two are already going there because he's number four on the slot, on the depth chart, and the only way he's going to play is one or two or both get hurt. Yeah. So he knows he's not going to start coming in as a freshman behind two state record track guys You know who, who, who had very successful running back careers. He's looking to stay close to home, so he's going to go to Ohio State. He's going to go, if he wants to go to a smaller, less successful program, the only option is Boston College. Before Syracuse, and I think Syracuse out recruits Boston College, and I think athletes that want to score points, guys that are offensive-minded guys, are going to follow Dino right now in this area. So we have to dominate the recruiting that goes on in the state of New York and on the fringe of the outskirts of you know Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, stuff that's close to the Syracuse border that aren't going to go to Penn State. Penn State, by the way. They just beat the crap out of Michigan. I mean, they really, really looked good. That was a blowout game. Did you see this game? Uh, Penn State, 42, Michigan, 13. 42 to 13. Now, I realize that they're at home. Yeah. But 42 to 13? I mean, Jimmy Harbaugh, this is his, he's going his fourth year now. He's going to start to see guys that he recruited. I can't imagine that this is the kind of effort he wanted against the number two team in the country when he thought he was vying for a title. And Jim's an old friend. Mm -hmm. I really am. I got the shirt on right now. I I see that, yeah. I got a Michigan shirt on right now. I love and believe. I love the blue. But you know what? Not the effort that that he expected. He's got to go back to the drawing board. You've got to go. Well, you're you're up against an undefeated undefeated Penn State at that point, 7-0. Well, he beats Michigan State like they never played in the rain before, and he's an undefeated program, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Get your thoughts in. You know how to text us, 315-288-0644, or the phones are open for ESPN 44. That's 437-7644. You're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio Syracuse. Did you miss In the Booth with Matt Park? Bob Susan of ESPN is our guest. I know fans hate moral victories. I know when you are right there toe-to-toe with a team, you've got a lead, you want to finish it off. You had had back-to-back top 10 wins. I get the frustration. This program is clearly showing significant progress. In the booth, two to three weekdays, ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, 1200 a.m. and 1440 a.m. Mike and Mike, six to ten weekdays on ESPN 97.7, 100.1, 1200 and 1440 a.m. This is a special presentation, The Daniel Baldwin Show. ESPN Radio Syracuse, The Daniel Baldwin Show is live on the air. Ladies and gentlemen, this just in. What's that? All right, I got to ask you something. Sure. Besides Mr. Benson, was it Mr. Benson? Not, well, he was on Benson. It was Robert, Robert, Robert DM. Rob, Rob, what's that, Larry? Oh. I can't. I'm not doing the Larry Dickman oh, voice right sorry. now. We're talking about a guy that just died. Oh, I'm sorry. Robert Guillem. Mr. Benson. Right? Yeah. He was Benson. He yeah. was Benson. Terrible, man. Him and Fats on the same day. Fats in the same day. I get five to one odds if Fats gets more love. You think so? He's bigger. Get you think it? he's a bigger star? I didn't say that. I said he's bigger. He's bigger, yeah. Physically. His name was Fats. Physically, yeah. So, Fats so that's all I'm going with. Just the facts, man. I got I got so there's something I'm thinking about the show today. I'm driving in from the great city of Cleveland, New York, mm-hmm. and um, and I'm looking at we lose in Miami, 
And I, I you know, I, I, I'm not, I'm the same as you. I, I would love to see them pull another, what I would consider an upset on the road in Florida. Anyone that beats Florida State in Florida State is usually an underdog. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm looking at that game and I'm thinking, man, people are really gearing up to talk about basketball here. So I haven't been here to live here. Uh, in my entire life, but because of my parents and how many relatives I have and how many Syracuse University graduates, the amount of years my entire life that I've been coming up here with my brothers and sisters, I have a natural attachment and I have a, a history with this town, but I have not lived here before. Is it possible that when we talk about uh, you know, a, a team that can look look past another week or past another because they got a, a much bigger opponent coming up and they're thinking that this opponent is not good. Could, as a fan in this city, we be looking forward to basketball already? I think so. I, I mean, we, I, I have I, that I, feeling. Yeah, it's this. I mean, people will say it's it's cliche, but it's a basketball town. Well, there's there's four games left. Yeah. for a team that's already upset the number two team and defending national champion. I mean, that was a Big, big win for this I program. I would say there's more uh, energy around football than usual this year. Really? Yeah. I, I would say that uh, since the Clemson win, you've seen tickets for Wake Forest go up, ticket sales for that. People want to see the team win at home again. They haven't, besides you know the Middle Tennessee, they haven't lost at home, so they want to see them win. I would say in the, in, in, several, in the last several years, there's a lot of energy around this football program this year. But as I become more savvy to what goes on, and, and it wasn't that I was in the dark, but, you know, you live here, people are very, very, very orange here. You know, mm-hmm. they are. This is the show. There's no yeah. professional franchise at a major league level here in any one of the sports. So they, you know, when, when they want national recognition, I get it. They go to the basketball program first. Um, unfortunately, the lacrosse program and some of the other things that we excel at as a university are not as 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 nationally known sure. and as popular as winning an NCAA tournament or winning a national title in football, going undefeated in 87 when we were a threat the last time I looked. Um, but I do, I, I do get the feeling that there's, you know, they're, they're already gearing up for basketball and they're looking past them. I mean, so, so really, is there anything they could do besides win the next four in a row and become, you know, a, a threat to go to a, a decent sized bowl game? That would make this more important than basketball. Nothing's more important than basketball here, is it? No, I, no, it's not. And I and I think that it, okay. So let's say they get six, they go to a good size bowl. What if they get nine? Does that make a difference here? I, I think if they got nine, that might make a difference. Yeah, I mean, if they went on a big run right now and got all four of the remaining games, okay. So how does that it, would be unbelievable. That's what I want to know. So how when you're not? So we we brought up Michigan earlier. Same situation for them. Vying for a national title, they win the first four. They lose to Michigan State on a game they should have arguably won. They were home. They lose that. Now that pretty much throws a pretty big monkey wrench in your program when you got one loss against a team you should have beat, which we have in the Middle Tennessee game. I believe we should have won that game. So now we move on to the next game, and we upset number two. And we and listen, we played side by side with the number eight team down on the road in Miami. If you win all four games, that takes you from the outback stinky bowl to what? It's not going to take you to a BCS game. It's not going to take you to, you know, uh, even an orange bowl or a cotton bowl or any of those games. So, what is the major? Is it recruiting that it makes a difference? I, in? I I think that if you end this season eight and four, which would be what would we leave at at this point? Right. We got four, and say we magically win 
the next four. You end the season eight and four. I think that's a much bigger discussion. You've got to understand this is a team that has been just trying to fight for six for a very long time. So, so, so because of recent history, let me yeah. let me try to translate as far as what I'm getting from you. So, because of recent history, our just getting into a bowl game and having won that this was big success. game was a success. That was success. Yeah. So we we clean up the two that we're supposed to beat. We lose the other two and don't get blown out. And and we're happy at six and six going to the uh Mana Pizza Bowl. <laughs> right, right. To the Tombstone Pizza Bowl. Yeah. I yeah, I, th- I think that a six and you know I, I think a six win season's good. I think that they're not I, I think that next year or the year after, eight wins isn't out of the question. So then let's turn that around. So let's say no, I don't want to say that. I want to put the jinx on. Well, I, mean, I was just thinking, so what if we beat the other two big teams and we lost to, to, to the two teams we were supposed to beat? Is that is that, a, is that a win or is that a loss that you beat up, that you lose to Wake Forest and you lose to Boston College after beating Florida State and Louisville? Yeah, you can't. You, you can't lose <laughs> That's to the I mean, Where's the, the expectation teams? line here is what I'm kind of getting at. Because, you know, in talking to people that I know know sports, you know, I, I, I was at a, a – um, a function for uh, um, the great Adam Weitzman in uh, in his restaurant Krebs uh, in Scanny Atlas, and and uh, um, I saw Jim Beheim and Julie Beheim there, and I got to talk to Jim, and I said, you know, I'm doing the show now; it's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm going to come down. To, I'm going to go down there. Oh, I'm shooting threes yeah, with yeah. the team. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to milk this thing. You and I down there, we'll wear Syracuse warm ups. Can I get you out of here after your morning show? Me? Can we get a, can we get like a pass? You, me, and Larry. Wants, yes. You, me, and Larry on the road. Larry, no, no Larry's thinking no. Larry, please. Well, yeah, he's not allowed to enter. Larry, why do you want to be like that? <laughs> Larry, Larry. Don't you remember in Raging Bull? Larry, Larry. Larry, Larry he yells out the thing. I'll come down here. I'll kill that dog, Larry. <sighs> no, I'm not really allowed. <laughs> Larry. Larry can't leave the studio. Larry's got that little bit of mumbles from Dick Tracy. He does. He does. He does. Remember mumbles? I do. I you love old mumbles. To know mumbles. I love mumbles. How yes. old are you? 36. No, 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 no. Yes, I, we used to call a kid in my gym class Mumbles because he talked like Mumbles. Larry's old enough to know Mumbles. Oh, my God. Yeah, Larry yeah, went yeah. to grade school with Mumbles. Yeah, we grew up, <laughs> we grew up together. <laughs> <laughs> Had a little bit of a Rain Man quality oh, to it. Too. I love Fort- it. Uh, Fort- Fort- uh, Get my underwear. Uh, we're, running, we're running out of time, Daniel. Let me hit with some spots. We'll come back. And uh, I know you have a Nostra Daniel prediction. Come back to the Daniel Baldwin Show, ESPN Radio Syracuse. This is Dan Levitard from beautiful, sunny South Beach in Miami. You're listening to ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1 in Syracuse, New York. This is a special presentation, The Daniel Baldwin Show. ESPN Radio Syracuse on Twitter. ESPN Syracuse. 437-7644. That's for ESPN 44. As we slowly wind down. What may be the final Daniel Baldwin show? We'll find out. Wow. <laughs> hey now! Alright. We don't want any of that, do we? No. Go ahead. Put, oh. Mark your protest now. Bring back the Daniel Baldwin show. No, luckily I don't I don't I don't think anyone important is listening to us right now. We can just kind of do what we want. We can just make fun of people now that I we think, don't like? I mean, if you want to, sure, go ahead. Oh, oh. Oh. Larry found the sound effects. Larry! <laughs> hey, Larry! Larry got all the buttons going now. Larry. He's getting the hang of it, huh, Larry? Huh? Yay! Two thumbs all up right. Larry, ladies and gentlemen. I believe we have a very special Nostra Daniel. Do we not? Nostra Daniel? Do you believe? My soul is prepared! How's yours? 
quatrains from the great one. What is this? It's time for Nostra Daniel. In the city of L.A., where the boys of summer still play, a heralded left-hander is victorious Bet Verlander. Wow. The Great One has spoken. You like Justin Verlander tonight, I take it. You know what? That's what Nostra Daniel says. I have nothing to do with no, the Great yeah, One. Yeah, the Great One, I, I throw the dust in the bowl. Yep. And suddenly I go into a trance, yeah. and the great one approaches. And that's it. And then you kind of shake out yes, of it. And, I do. And I do. you're back. I do. Whoa! It's kind of like Kramer when he enters the room, you know what I mean? Verlander. Whoa, oh, there he is. All right, all right, Larry, calm down. <laughs> oh, Larry's. <laughs> Can we get in the ah-ah, you know, horn and all that? All right, Larry. All right, having a blow up off Larry. <laughs> He hasn't touched a female in, I don't know how, 40, 50 years. And he still uh, won't if he hasn't won. Ver- Steady. <laughs> Verlander will take the ball for the Houston Astros in game two of the World Series tonight. 8-0, what is it, 9 or something? Uh, first pitch. You know, there's a great there's a great thing that people say, and, and, and I never agreed with it. So a guy who's a good hitter, uh, for instance, you'll, you'll hear this saying, he's due for a hit. So he's 0 for 10, he's slumping a little bit, and they say he's due for a hit. You know what? That is the stupidest saying I've ever heard in my life. The guy that's 7 for 10, he's due for a hit. He's hot. Bingo. He's hitting. Yes. He's due for a hit. Verlander is on a roll right now. I mean, the guy's confident. He's gotten up there before when his back is to the wall under very, very difficult odds against the Yankees, and he has produced. Look for him to continue. The great one is whispering, hang on. Oh, wow. Your mother, your father, your mother, your oh, father. Oh, what? So, uh, the great one has spoken. The great one has spoken. Finally. Don't yes. forget, we've got tickets for you. Listen all day, every day to ESPN Syracuse. Right now, I'm going to hook you up. Caller 5, you will see Nature Boy, the Ric Flair story at the Red House Center on Thursday, November 2nd. That's next week. You'll get an exclusive behind-the-scenes look at the legendary wrestler before it airs on TV. Winners will see the movie, have a chance to win complete 30 for 30 library, and enjoy a free meal after which Q&A with Brent X, brought to you by United Auto Supply and ESPN Radio Syracuse. Call number 5 right now at 315-4ESPN44. That's 437-7644. You will win. Daniel Baldwin, what do we got lined up tomorrow on the show? You know, I think we have to talk about uh, what happens and, and whether or not Houston's back would be against the wall. The great one says no. Um, so That's we're looking hot. at a one-one split. The, look at Larry. We look at Larry. And he's trying to speak Just over here. Coming in. Was that Rosa? No. <laughs> was that Rosa? I think that was no. I think. Oh, we gotta go. I think that was it. All right. Thank you, Larry Dickman, producer to the stars, Daniel Baldwin. And, of course, my name is Josh. This is ESPN Radio Syracuse. Brent X, up next. Come on, Brent. This is Orange Nation. Steve, I saw a picture from Media Day. When no purchase necessary, see the dealership for complete details because it's Time is running out. It's going to be that party. Everything is going to be huge. Catch a baseball game or explore New York City without the hassle of driving, gas, and traffic. Explore the Amtrak Perfect Game Fair. Enjoy the comfortable, safe, and relaxing travel of Amtrak to New York City. Enjoy the ride and surf your way through free Wi-Fi as Amtrak whisks you away to your destination. Start your journey today by visiting Amtrak.com. Click on Deals for the See New York and Save 15% discount. Valid between any two cities in New York State. Amtrak. See where the train can take you.
Galaxy Communications, the Business Journal News Network, and CH Insurance would like to congratulate this year's Central New York Best Places to Work winners with 5 to 50 employees. Aerotech, ISSI Technology Professionals, and the Marone Law Firm took the top honors. Other winners include ABC Creative Group, CPS Recruitment, Delmonico Insurance Agency, The Digital Hive, Dwyer Architectural, Dredgeen and Wagner Choice Pay Inc., Holt Architects, Image Auto Congruent Story, IV4, Sightseeker, Turner Construction, and Xavier and Associates. Congratulations to all, and thank you for making Central New York a great place to